Welcome to the Salon Professional Podcast brought to you by Evolve Salon Systems. If you are in the professional salon industry, this podcast was created for you. We are going to talk about everything from trending topics, motivation, business savvy, and bring you incredible guests along the way. If you love what you're hearing, please hit that subscribe button and definitely leave us a review. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey everybody, welcome to the Salon Professional Podcast where today we are going to cover merchandising and we are going to share with you the best tips to do and some really important don't tips. Merchandising is more important than ever because there is so much um, going on with the online e-commerce community that we need to make sure that when clients are coming through the door that we are enticing them to buy products, okay? So I have a very special guest with me, Miss Katie Frank. Hey, guys. And Katie, tell us a little bit about your position with Evolve Salon Systems and why you are on talking, like, why would I have you on talking about merchandising? <laughs> well, so my official title is our retail and sales specialist, and A lot of what I'm doing lately entails going into salons and helping them to maximize their retail space for the best client experience and to really help them get fully engaged in the retail game. I love that. And why is it like, why do you feel like right now is really crucial with merchandising and retail? Well, because our salons have so much competition in the market. We have, they're competing against big box stores. They're competing against the specialty places like Sephora and Ulta. We're competing against the comfort of just laying in your own bed and shopping online. So there's, we have to be able to create an experience that's attractive enough to beat all of that convenience. And I read a statistic that um, people walking into a store, well, it's like a third of them are prepared to buy, like mm-hmm. in their mind. So we have to attract that other 75% of clients that are like, that wasn't great math, but it was decent <laughs> math. 60, wait, 67%. <laughs> So anybody that was about to like go into the comments and say that was bad math, it was. It was fuzzy bad math. <laughs> but 68% of your clients aren't walking in the door with the expectation of purchasing a product. So we need to use merchandising as a way to get them excited and want to buy. So let's talk about a couple of things that you're seeing out there that are some major don'ts. Okay. So the first one that is a glaring don't is not stocking the full brand. And that can mean either not carrying the full brand, like all of the SKUs, but also not fully stocking each SKU um, as far as how many you have on the shelf. Why? So it's, it really all boils down to consumer um, behavior. And we have so much research that we've um, acquired over the years about how consumers uh, are attracted to different, even different colors, different sizes, different shapes, where on the shelf it sits. Um, and because we know all of that and we have it, you know, all of the research to back it up, we know exactly where the ratios need to lie. So leaving, for example, uh, if you've got four of a product that you need to put on the shelf, you have a much, much higher chance of selling it by placing a facing of two and two versus having one row of four deep. And Interesting. So that's all a psychology thing, you guys. This is not like, this is just what people's buying habits and the research shows that having two facings of two as opposed to one straight line of four. Correct. That's good it's information. It's just more attractive to the eye. Okay. Um, and if you notice like in a grocery store, you know, if you are in, I don't know, the... Whole Foods. Whole Foods. And you're buying peanut butter. Yeah. And, you know, Whole Foods has their brand and then there's a couple different store brands from there. 
you'll notice that they have like a row of five or six of the same product. And maybe they only go three or four deep, but they're attracting you to that product <clears throat> by going wide. It looks robust and it looks like mm-hmm. shoppable. All right. I want to be like devil's advocate for a second though. Like I know people are thinking, well, if it's not a top seller, why would I stock so many? And exactly what we're talking about. It's it's not necessarily about um, maybe that one particular SKU isn't the best seller, but it's going to attract the eye to the brand as a whole. Okay. And it also sends the message that you are fully in this retail game. You're not just yeah, throwing one like thing shop. on the shelf. Come shop with us. Come experience our products. Um, and you have some numbers like talking about when you um, – like go over some of the numbers that you – had with how the percentages change when you change the number of SKUs on the shelf. Yeah. So two really interesting um, statistics. If you have, if you go from a four, a facing of four products down to a facing of two, you actually have a 48, um, 48% reduction in your sales. Do you guys just hear that? Hold on. Stop the process. We're trying to sell more retail, but it, and if, if you're starting to change the quantities like that and the facings, Mm -hmm. you're actually going to reduce your amount of sales. So you're not, you're not faring any better. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And even even scarier, if you go from three down to two, uh, it's a 58% reduction in sales. And it's the simplest thing. It's it's effortless. You literally just put them on the shelf and you've just increased your sales. That's simplest awesome. Simplest strategy ever. So this isn't us trying to say like, oh, buy more product from us. We're giving you real statistics mm-hmm. from research that's done. So the first don't is don't not stock your brand. If you have a brand in there and you believe in it, stock that brand, make a presence with it, and show that you are in the market to sell. Yes. I love it. So you're creating a retail environment. Give me one more don't before we go into the coveted do's. <laughs> um, don't put your retail in a place where it cannot be touched. So we Oh my into, God, the worst. Yeah, this is a little bit of a pet peeve of ours. Oh, um, I'm like, I can't touch it. And, you know, and they've got a beautiful, it doesn't matter how well you set it up. Yep. If it's behind the desk, it's unshoppable, period. It, I, I'm scared to ask for it. I feel like I'm yeah. putting somebody out. I don't want to, Or like, the, the other, like, big misconception is if it's behind the desk, it's a very, very high ticket item. No, the, the what I see is it's not something I'm going to shop because, right? right? Like, unless I it's know the product and I need to restock would be the only way Correct. that I would ever shop that space. But that is one of the worst things that you can do. And I love having like the beautiful retail stores, you know, section in front. But I also mm-hmm. like when people use different areas of the salon to merchandise their promotions and things, whether it's on stations. Mm-hmm. Like if you use a great soap in the bathroom that you yes. retail, like have like have one available that they can grab for purchase. Um, yeah. And never like forget, that. like one of the biggest things is smell sells. Yes. Have one, you know, have a sample, put a beautiful little try me label, even if it's not something that they can necessarily, you know, like shampoo. Katie jumped into the do's. So I want to point out, <laughs> this is do number one, have testing accessibility. And yes. even with your shampoos and conditioners, they want to open them, smell them. And, you know, they're not necessarily pouring out the bottle, but I right. love the idea of everything being available in a tester like Sephora. Yes. I've purchased, I have purchased so much stuff <laughs> that I never would have purchased had I not been able to experience experience it definitely so you're definitely. saying have an experience um size available absolutely that they can and what if it what if they had it like um a travel size absolutely okay. yeah of course yeah as that long could as look they cool. can experience the the product in the bottle in some way yeah have grab your label maker yeah, put the tester. To town 
Um, and speaking of Sephora, another really big do is um, make sure you have proper lighting. Like you'll yes. notice if you walk into a Sephora or you know something similar, they have like that beautiful track lighting that's highlighting specific products that they're yes. looking to you know promos that they're pushing or whatever. Um, it again, it's it's the science of it. It attracts your eye to that product. I'm also very attracted to when things are um, in like when there's an area that is very specific. So like I'm always looking for like hydrating, anti-aging. Like with my daughter, I'm looking for, you know, anti-acne, things like that. So when I see something highlighted with something specific, it's really nice to have those little pockets of areas Mm -hmm. that will highlight certain things, whether it's seasonal, whatever it is. But I know that that feels very personalized. Yeah, and a lot of our brands... um do what we call like color families or mm-hmm. um, you know like for example 11 australia they have all of their um, volume products have a red yes a red label too yes them. so it's really easy to make a great feature table you know you can do yes. like a great little um, signage and volume and put five or six and they can still be in your regular face like have shelf, yes have a feature Keep table them in your regular facing yeah, oh my gosh sure. especially when you're trying to highlight something have it um you know, in that special feature area. But I think definitely the key is, like, you brought up Sephora. Mm. Now, confession, <laughs> I can't leave Sephora usually without buying something in that little plastic maze that you have to walk through to yep. check out. The travel maze. The travel maze. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know, like, a lot of salon space can be an issue, so there might not be able to be, like, a travel maze, but do you recommend, like, having things available as you have to exit the salon? Absolutely. So that is a strategy... Um, that has to do with um, point of sale purchasing, like like impulse purchasing. Yes. So you always, always, always want to have something at your desk, whether it's uh, even small, like travel sizes are great to put at the desk. Yep. Um, but even if you have smaller products that won't take up as much space, they are much more apt to pick it up and just kind of like take a gaze if they're sitting and waiting to check out or you know waiting to check in or... Anything you can do to occupy their time with something that's going to benefit them is better than a magazine or yes, magazines aren't selling for you. So the other thing is, I know I'm gonna, I'm hearing people in my mind saying like, my desk isn't big enough, and I want to (laughs) clutter it up. Um, Nobody talks like that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) What about though, like having some tables next to the desk or some features? Like, what about in the waiting room? Yeah, absolutely. Take advantage of as much space as you can. I I recommend marketing product in the bathroom. Yeah, like you'd mentioned before, having um, uh, some like if you have a soap that you sell within your brand, lotions, hairspray, things that they can freshen up with. Have a little trying basket with a yeah finishing spray or a shine spray or just a few things that they can pop on or even just smell. But I mean, they're in the bathroom. They've got a moment to themselves. They're going to smell every single product. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think um, we have to get the retail mindset. We have to stop thinking, okay, forget it. Amazon One or the big Ulta One. No. No, Don't throw in the towel. Don't throw in the towel because we're giving you solutions here. So you want to make sure you have great lighting. You want to make sure you're merchandising all over your salon. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing. This is going to require effort, and this is going to require a team effort. So there's nothing wrong with, like, at your staff meeting saying to your team, like, what should we feature for next quarter or next, you know, March, April? What should we feature, you guys? Like, what are your go-to products coming into that season? Absolutely. And, like, really um, 
be on purpose with it. And the biggest thing I can say outside of the merchandising is make sure everyone in the salon is scripted and knows what's featured. Like walk yes. through the, with your team and make sure, like point out what's working and not working. Well, and part of that, <clears throat> it's not necessarily merchandising specifically, but just sales in general. Know your product. Yes. Know your product. Read the bottle. And out. And a little, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Read Don't wait for the PK class. I'm telling you, read the bottle, go to YouTube. There's so much great information. Of course, it's wonderful to have that person come in and from the company, but like, don't use that as like, oh, I can't learn this product until then. And, and a little cheat for that is um, signage. Have, you have to have... So we got a big little, do here. Ding, yes, ding, ding. All right, is what, is, do. what is our do? Shelf talkers. Yes. Signage. Um, anything that helps to promote the um, the why of that particular product. We, ha- we have a statistic that if you have signage on your shelves, it increases your sales by 629%. This is not... Okay, I don't like know anything. Yeah, 629%. 600, like... I believe in personalized signage. I don't wait for like a manufacturer generic sign. Create something with your logo and like something like if you've got a great curly product like Mm -hmm. for your curls, like really brand it to your space and like let people know like who it's for and what other things can you add to that, Katie? Stylist testimonials on the shelf talkers. Like you know, like Katie's favorite. Yes. Yeah, like loves this shine spray or you know uses this conditioner every day or whatever it is. And it again, it like you said ties it back to the salon makes a little bit of personal touch, but then also the client doesn't feel like they're being sold. Yes, you know, no like one a, ever like wants said, to feel generic, sold. Um, shelf talker. Shelf talker, it's not talking to anyone in particular. No. It's just talking. <laughs> no, and I'm not saying like if you have them, like don't use them, but let's go further than that. Yeah. Like we need to do better. Like walk through an Ulta, walk through a Sephora. One of our other stores that we think is a great experience that we were kind of digging into is the Apple experience. Yes. When you go into an Talk Apple about store. lighting. That's lighting. That's a good example of lighting. Touching. Mm-hmm. When you can touch a product, that creates ownership. So we love using the Apple experience store as an example because of the way you can walk in and just feel like you just entered another world mm-hmm. and you can touch everything. It's kind of like an alien spaceship. It's a little, yes, but I, <laughs> I wonder how many people walk in and, actually, and, and don't purchase. I bet that's a very low number. Or how many people walk in and accidentally buy an, an Apple iPad pencil Pro. that they yeah. never will ever use. Do you have an Apple pencil? Is yes, that, I do. Are you confessing something? Yes, plus? I do. <laughs> I might buy it off you. Sophia's asking for one. Okay, that's, that's all hers. <laughs> don't make me walk into the store. I'll buy more things. Um, the next one that I think is super important too is we've got a little um, a little rhyme for you here. Eye level is by level. So, <laughs> eye level is by level. Yes, it's, a, it's a rhyme, <laughs> not, a, not a rap. <laughs> Um, and basically what that means is you want to put your best sellers at eye level of your clients, but not just your best sellers. Um, anything new, anything like that you're promoting or, or pushing for that particular um, season, anything you want them to have top of mind should be directly in their eye level, not way above on a top shelf not and way. certainly not hidden down below. And I, what is it the way people look? They look from left to right? Left to right. Yeah, it's like reading. Okay. Yep. You want to look left to right. Um, nothing below the knees. Okay. So, because that's kind of like they have to put in an extra effort to go down and look okay. at it. Okay. So, what do you do with that shelf space then? Is that more for decoration or? Yeah, you can do decoration. You can do like seasonal um, props and things. Or oh, a really like great season. thing yeah. to do with that is um, your liter sizes or gallons. Yes. So yes. It's not a product that they can't see 
eye level on the sure. shelf. It's just a bigger version of those. And then we we could use that spot to use some signage like bonus sizes, things yeah. like that, because um, people do like to use those. Um, you know, if they're going to get a deal, sometimes buying that larger size, they get like a great deal with it which is awesome. And then what about, um, what is like, give me a couple other tips. Um, so this is our, like, again, another little pet peeve, one of ours here, but, um, keep it clean. Keep it clean. clean. Keep it clean. People keep it clean. I know, it's a <laughs> that's a tough one for all of us. But keep it clean. <laughs> and that, and especially like some different finishes show more than oh, others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely important because nobody wants like dust or yeah, and no one's going to buy that last dusty product. They're not buying the last dusty product. Do you have a recommendation for merchandising when it comes to products that maybe you want to clearance out? Do you think it like, what, how would you merchandise that or, um, separate it from your main okay. retail area. And so, then, so you don't want to do what you don't want to do is have your, you know, your best sellers, your new, your new arrivals, okay. and then throw the clearance on the, should we call the clearance like last chance or yeah. like last yeah. chance opportunities or things like that? Sure. Yeah. You always have that guest that's looking for a bargain and they'll just buy stuff cause, it's, because on it's on sale. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now we talked about full brand representation. We talked about that's definitely a, a, a do. Yeah. A don't a would one. be to stock, you know, one of something like, don't do that. It's not going to sell that. Sad little lonely product is not going to do anything. <laughs> and one dusty little guy. Yeah. So you guys, this is a lot of great information for merchandising. We want you to be empowered. We want your mindset to be that you are in the retail game and you're going to make money. Mm -hmm. Money with your retail. Now, you're probably like, well, we want more. Well, if you want more, check out the show notes. You can email Katie with specific questions. I'm going to add her email to the show notes. And then we have a really great program where, I don't, do you want to touch on it just like the tiniest bit? Yeah, of course. Um, so part of some of the things that we've been talking about today um, come from a checklist um, that I can do with salon owners where we kind of do like a front to back walkthrough and like just, an audit. It's kind of like an audit. Like I call it like a secret shopper, but it's not yes. a secret. Like we'll it's set not up an a secret <laughs> and it's not like a tax audit. So nobody freak out. Nope. It's nope. not that, but it just kind of gives you these tips and tricks. And this is, this was all, um, you know, focused on merchandising, but there's a lot of things like, you know, we, at Evolve, we walk into, I don't even know how many salons a week or a month. So we see so many things that you as a salon owner or a stylist might not pick up on if you've been walking into the yes, same salon. Like overlooking it, years, not your fault. You know? It's my, my go-to joke with it is, um, you know, it's like when you walk into your own house and you can't smell that smell, <laughs> but everybody else can smell that smell. <laughs> So, oh my God! I don't you think know. We'll be smells. hoping. <laughs> we'll be your uh, your. We'll be extra your detectives, eyes. your yeah. extra eyes, and we'll conduct. So it sounds like you're you would as part of this program, you go in and do that audit, and then mm -hmm. you have this actionable list for yes. them to work with. Yep. And then what else? Um, let's see. So we also have a program that teaches the. Um, we're calling them support staff, but sort of the middle of the house um, staff, the support staff in the salon, how to implement a lot of this um, this stuff, like a lot of the merchandising and how to maximize promotions and Love how it. to create the, the best retail experience for your clients so that we're able to compete. Like we started the podcast with, we're able to compete with um, the Amazons and the box stores. Yeah, because guess what? I learned something great yesterday from Nina Tulio, some advice that her husband gives her when she's ready to throw in the towel. You don't quit. We oh. are not throwing in the towel and saying Amazon won. We're no. not saying it. Ulta didn't win, Sephora didn't win. We are in this game because there's nothing more special than a 
beautiful hair salon, a wonderful stylist that is customizing a recommendation for their guest and having a wonderful shopping experience. Yeah, and we've got the, like, we have salons that are absolutely killing it in the retail yes. game, and it is possible, and we have the tools for you. So if somebody wants to learn more about your merchandising program, they can email you? Absolutely. So why don't we share that here, and it's also going to be in the notes. Yep, so it's Katie F as in Frank, K-A-T-I-E-F. And this is why it's as in Frank? That's her last name. That's my last name. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know how people always say F as in Frank, yeah, but, but that's no, actually it. <laughs> it's actually it. Katie F at EvolvedSalonSystems.com. So if you guys have merchandising questions, if you want to know more about how to be in this merchandising program that we are offering, fantastic. And then we have this other program where we're like helping. Um, so we call that the middle of the house people are sort support of support staff. The support yeah. staff yep. are going to be a part of this, some special classes and things, right? Mm-hmm. Guys, now is the time. It's more important than ever. We are in 2020, a new decade. Mm. Our mindset, it should be, we are going to kill it in the retail game. You've got exactly what you need provided by your trusted distributor, Evolve Salon Systems. And if you are not in the Evolve, like if you're thinking, oh, I'm not in the Evolve market, I'm not in New England, or I'm not, you know, on the East Coast, we have opportunities for salons all over the country. Yes. So please, if you're listening to this, no matter where you're listening to it from, we have an opportunity for you to help with your merchandising. So thank you guys so much. Please, if you loved this um, podcast, leave us a review. If you didn't, like, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> do not do that. Do not leave a review. <laughs> but we thank you so much for listening. We hope you loved all of these great merchandising tips. And until next time. Thanks, guys. Happy merchandising. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you loved it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you did, please take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social channels. Share this podcast with your industry friends. And don't forget to leave us a review. If you have ideas for upcoming episodes that you'd like us to cover, or if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, email us at social media at EvolveSalonSystems.com. We look forward to hearing from you and we love bringing you great content for our incredible industry.